Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Questioning the reopening. I think we ought to slow down. DA could act on Atlanta shooting. Did you have to shoot him to save your life? Administration sues to stop Bolton Tell-All. Can the government stop the publisher from publishing the book? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. At least six states reported record coronavirus case increases yesterday. Nineteen have seen numbers go up over the last two weeks. One of those states is Florida. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez is in Miami. Tuesday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dismissed concerns reopenings are driving Florida's record-breaking run of new coronavirus cases. Restaurants have been doing this for six weeks. I mean, the idea that that all of a sudden is the reason I'm not sure that that's the case. So, no, we're not shutting down. But bars in several cities have started closing on their own after workers and patrons tested positive for the virus, including Lynch's Pub in Jacksonville. Seven of its 49 employees tested positive. So did Erica Crisp and 10 of her friends after going there for drinks. We've all been stuck indoors for months, being careful, doing everything the right way. And then the first night we go out, Murphy's Law, I guess. Overseas, Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio reports on a new coronavirus outbreak in China. Parts of Beijing under lockdown again. Officials there calling it wartime mode. Schools closed, transport in and out of the city shut down. There are now more than 100 coronavirus cases linked to Beijing's Xinfadi wholesale market. Health officials scrambling to quickly contact trace, testing an estimated 200,000 people, from market workers to recent visitors. Near the area, images seen of hundreds of military police deployed to freeze the flow of people. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells the L.A. Times he'd recommend against stretching the baseball season, if there is one, too far into the fall past late October. More virus cases could rear up in colder weather. In Atlanta, CBS's Jeff Pegues says this could be a day of decision in the fatal police shooting of a black man last week. Fulton County District Attorney Paul Howard explained his decision on whether to bring charges will come down to if the officers believed that even as he was running away, Rayshard Brooks posed a threat. Did you have to shoot him to save your life or to save somebody else's life at the time the shots were fired? Investigators have been closely examining the tape and say the critical moment is when the shots are fired. Should the officers have felt threatened by that taser? It's not a lethal weapon. It's a non-lethal weapon. Republican Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina is set to unveil a police reform plan today. It comes a day after President Trump signed an executive order that outlines recommendations. 
White House correspondent Paula Reed. Surrounded by law enforcement officials, President Trump signed an executive order that encourages police to implement best practices, like improving training, tracking excessive force complaints, and banning chokeholds, except where an officer's life is at risk. But the executive order does not make any direct mention of racial bias or how to fix it. Attorney Lee Merritt, who represents families of victims and met with the president at the White House, said the order wasn't enough. I have to say it felt kind of flat. Um, there was nothing in the executive order that, that I, my office or these families um, could jump at. Adweek reports PepsiCo, the parent of Quaker Oats, is dropping the Aunt Jemima brand name after 131 years. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton's new book is due out next week. The Trump administration has taken legal action now. The White House says it's suing because the Bolton book contains classified information. That book is expected to cast the president's foreign policy decision-making in a bad light. It's scheduled to be published next week by Simon & Schuster, a division of Viacom CBS. In a statement, the publisher says it's nothing more than the latest in a long-running series of efforts by the administration to quash publication of a book it deems unflattering to the president. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. China says it has agreed with India to resolve their dispute in a Himalayan border region peacefully. Troop clashes put the nuclear powers at odds during a time of rising tension and left an Indian officer and 19 soldiers dead. U.S. Army investigators are now offering a $50,000 reward for information about a missing soldier last seen in April, 20-year-old Vanessa Guillen. Her sister says it's a mystery. She had actually texted her boyfriend that she was going to go into work and she would text back as soon as she could, and that text never came It's the anniversary of a deadly racist shooting in the South. These people were in church. They were in church, and they violated the sanctity of that. Even five years later, members of historic Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina, still struggle with the shooting rampage that claimed the lives of nine people. The Reverend Eric Manning is pastor. We never really fully understand the amount of trauma a church, especially within the African-American community, experiences when that type of hatred is displayed. Among other things, the shooting led to the removal of the Confederate flag atop the South Carolina State House. Jim Crisula, CBS News. In Richmond, another Confederate statue was toppled last night. Earlier in the day, the police chief was asked to resign and did. Virginia's governor says he wants to declare Juneteenth a state holiday. That commemorates the end of slavery, and singer Pharrell Williams says it's a good idea. July 4th, 1776, Not everybody was free in celebrating their Independence Day. So here's our day. And if you love us, it'll be your day too. Facebook's taking some action as the election draws closer. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. Tired of seeing those political ads on Facebook? Now you can just say no. The social media giant is allowing users to hide those ads with a few clicks. It will also apply to Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. It won't happen all at once. Initially, only a small group of users will be able to do this. It will then expand to the rest of the U.S. Facebook has been criticized for allowing political ads, even if those ads contain lies. A CBS soap opera is ready to roll them again. The Bold and the Beautiful today becomes the first network-scripted show to resume shooting after the long coronavirus shutdown. A July 4th spectacle will have a bit of a different taste thanks to the pandemic. 
Look at that incredible pace. Ten per minute. That's a The usual crowd of hundreds won't be cheering on the contestants at Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest this year. The pandemic is forcing the fun inside to a private location. The number of contestants will be cut from 15 men and 15 women to five and five. ESPN will still broadcast the contest live. Question is, will the reigning wiener eater make it seven in a row? The champion of the world, Joey Chestnut! His record, 74 dogs in a sitting. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The former CEO of Bumblebee Foods has been sentenced to 40 months behind bars and slapped with a $100,000 fine for masterminding a tuna price-fixing scheme that went on for years. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.